All right, let's do this. <laughs> All right, we're rolling. Ready to go. All right, so Jack, what's happening? I haven't seen you in a little while. Always too long. Yeah. We have a lot of ground to cover. Which one uh, what are you feeling good about today? You know, nothing better than a little swiping. Nothing better oh. than a little swiping. Last chance for romance. <laughs> it's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. And uh, I like it, uh, particularly this one, because the Swipe E is a company I remember when they first started out. Uh, and for the audience, we're going to be talking today about the Thales acquisition of Imperva, which I know you also have a ton of experience with Imperva, but I remember uh, the founder, for those of you who aren't aware, was Shlomo Kramer, uh, better even known than for Imperva for founding Checkpoint. And I think, you know, one of the real uh, initiators of advanced thinking in cybersecurity, cybersecurity specifically at the network level. Yeah. And also, I just think he's a fundamental cog in what's turned into a fantastic birthplace for cybersecurity ideas, which is Israel. Um, you know, he's, I think he's really a big part of why that ecosystem has developed the way that it has, and we've all benefited from it. So Imperva for me, there's a, there's a really warm spot in my heart. And when Imperva was really very, very young in 2002, 2003, um, I had just started Ounce Labs. And for those of you who aren't familiar with um, Imperva, web application firewall at the beginning, that's mostly what they did. They moved on to do more things. But they were trying to protect applications that would be attacked this way. Yeah, We were analyzing and finding vulnerabilities in applications with the Ounce Lab stuff. And so what a perfect combination. And I remember dealing with the team over there because yeah. they were like, hey, we can block stuff that looks like it's vulnerable. And like, hey, we can find stuff that's vulnerable that they don't know how to block. Like, it's perfect. And so it was fun. But they were just recently acquired uh, by Thales in a $3.6 billion deal. With a B. With a B. With a B. And... Uh, and it's actually a reasonable deal. It's reasonable multiples. It's reasonable revenues. It's actually a thoughtful deal. And it was bought from Toma Bravo, who had picked them up in 2018 for $2.1 billion. And Toma Bravo did a great job with them. So there you go. So, Justin, what do you think? You know a lot about Imperva. Uh, we can talk a little bit about Thales. But first off, what's your first blush? My first blush, like in absence of everything else, mm -hmm. uh, I don't really see it. Okay. But I will say, just pause, sidestep. Don't like Toma Bravo, like did it again, which they continue to do again. So I'm right like, they, like I'm at some point, I'm gonna see like Orlando. He's gonna give me like five <laughs> minutes of his time. I'll be like, dude, what are you doing? <laughs> like, what are, what are you doing to to get that type of increase? Um. Anyway, uh, just topically on the surface, I'm like, it doesn't really make a lot of sense, and I think for anybody. Looking in from the outside, I'm like, I'm not sure I can totally connect the dots. But when I think when you look under the covers a little bit, um, I like it quite a bit mm. for everything that I think Thales is trying to do. Nice. And um, there's a lot of folks who may not be that familiar with Thales, aside from some of the work they do here in the States. But they're a big, multi-pronged security kind of engine. Not just cybersecurity, but defense, aerospace kind of stuff as well. Uh, headquartered in France, right? So they've got a lot of stuff going on. And this is just the latest in a series of acquisitions over the last 10 or 15 years. And for me, especially like reading about this, this is not the fails that I knew or no. Right? Yeah. So like when I was digging and looking at this, trying to figure out like heads or tails or like what's the play to uh, dig into that and realize like there's been an altered universe here. I was like, I was surprised. Yeah. 
you know, I kind of knew them from days past and now here they are like giant defense contractor and they're like huge, huge business seemingly have grown by acquisition. Yeah. It, and uh, in the purchase of Imperva from the data that's been reported, looking at uh, trailing 12 months revenue for Imperva and you are my finance, you know, God, the $500 trailing revenues last 12 in a growing industry. 3.6 is not out of bounds. Seven and a half, eight times trailing. Pretty good. I think it was 12 or 15 times um, earnings. So there you go. That's okay. Yeah. Right. Um, and the fact that it's the most recent in a series, and I actually did a little bit of, as I always do, a little bit of computer junk. Um, they've really, the team at Thales has really been hitting it pretty hard for the last four or five years. So the first big one was Vormetric, right, which is data security. And yep. that, that happened in 2016. So you can envision, you know, the companies out there doing their thing like, oh, data is really important. Let's go protect some of that, yep. right? Yep. Um, after that, in, in the same year, in 2017, there was something I think is probably more closely connected to their data or uh, their defense-oriented business which was called ERCOM, uh, also another French company, um, but they were doing secure communications. So that's kind of interesting, right? So you think about I'm moving around the stack a little bit. I'm protecting the comms. I'm protecting the data. That's interesting. Um, in 2017, they also acquired uh, Guavas, which is data analytics. So now I'm gathering all this data. How do I make sense of it, right? So that kind of makes sense. 2018, they acquire a company called Sysgo, S-Y-S-G-O, out of Germany. And this is embedded um, solution stuff in cyber. Yeah. That's pretty good. Uh, and then Gemalto, who I remember well, right? This was the combination of a gem card and something else put yep. together to make this yep. ID company, which is great. Yep. That got picked up. This is part of what they label as the digital ID business, which I think is where a lot of this is going. And now that they're top of the stack, and it's application security, and it's in Perva. Right. And so for me, to your point, it's inorganic growth, which is good. It looks like it's aligned with but not dependent on the defense business yeah. that they're big into. And so for me, it's not bad. It's kind of like this pickup, the swipe happens, right? And they're they're they know that the swiped entity is gonna get along okay with the rest of the family. To me. Yes. One of the biggest benefits that I would see coming out of Imperva. Um, is their, uh, I'm kind of blank on the word, but their, their global infrastructure, sure. their global cloud infrastructure. And when you like just think down through the list, um, knowing that, especially in the defense space, like you're trying to push stuff out to the edge to enable whatever it is you're enabling. It could be drones, it could be communication with people on the front line, like whatever it mm -hmm. is. Um, having a secure global communications channel with like secure servers positioned globally mm -hmm. and with the ability to route to reduce latency time. Um, just even like security stuff aside for a second, just having that enables like a whole bunch of things on that list, right? Yeah. And I'm saying like, um, for me, like a selling feature would be like, listen, um, we have physical identity, we have embedded identity, we have data protection, we have data analytics. And by the way, we can stream it real time based on the correct latency to wherever you are in the globe and we can deliver it as fast as possible, fast as anybody else, because we can control routing to me. Like that's just like super compelling story. But then you put back from a security standpoint and be like, we control routing. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. It, it makes a lot of sense. I, I find it interesting that they're all invested in enablers of that style of technology. They're not a lot of detection. 
not a lot of monitoring. It all feels like it's enabling, to your point, that maybe it's it's uh, the creation of the capability. Yeah. Well, I think, I mean, in the defense space to say, just taking that as one example, I'm sure they do a whole bunch of stuff just beyond defense too, but just using that and being able to control the stack and saying like, it's yours and we can secure like your entire mission um, all the way from like, you know, the copper, like the actual physical embedded device all the way through to how it's routing and then subsequently received, like, you're creating an end-to-end secure communication story, which is, to me, like, pretty compelling. So as part of the friend group for the previous Imperva, right, now our friend has been swiped, and Imperva is no longer going to be at the party with (laughs) us, right? Do you see anything changing as a result of this? Yeah. Who's a good friend? (laughs) (laughs) Now you're gone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, We should should pour a little liquor for Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Toast goodbye. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, uh, what was what was your question again? So, do you think it's going to change the way that we've dealt with Imperva over the last ten or twenty years? Right? Do you think there'll be a fundamental change? Will they become more related to Thales core businesses, or will they still be Imperva, and it'll be Imperva plus awesomeness at Thales? It's. I would expect it to be. Um, Thales is going to do with it what is good for sale Thales and Thales's clients. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think they're going to be developed. I would, I'm speculating, right. That they're going to develop towards that use case. The average Joe, if you will. It's not, no bueno. The average Jacques. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. That's right. What, what about you? How, how would you answer that? Same question. You know, it's something you said at the top of the show, which was that a lot of the revenue growth appears to be inorganic. Yeah. Right. If what they're doing is they're trying to create a more diversified portfolio within their business doing really, really well in these th- three sectors that they identify, and two of them being largely you know, defense industrial-based kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. If they're also trying to develop a, a business which is much more cybersecurity-focused, but they're doing it out of that, that core customer, and they're also <laughs> serving that core customer, I think it might be sort of what it is. And I think that, you know, I didn't experience a huge change in the interactions with Imperva after the Tomo Bravo acquisition, right? So they were sort of left to the druthers, and in that period of time, they did very well, right? And so I think that if I were a, an acquirer, right, 2 a.m. looking down the bar, and I'm like, what makes that an interesting acquisition? Maybe part of it is that they, they got their stuff together. They've been around, founded by smart people, but they actually grew and evolved into a great company, a better company, you know, over the last 20 years. So maybe I'd let them run with it. And it, I think it will depend. I think we'll learn a lot about Thales that we don't know yet as, yeah. as Americans dealing with them, you know, in, at this level for the first time. Um, to see whether they're growing a security business that we can talk about a lot, this is still security, or whether it's going to be, oh, look at that, you know, what an interesting thing. Imperv is now gone. They're doing great things, but they're they're no longer the multi-purpose partner provider, you know, we're used to seeing. Yeah. Well, we will tell pretty fast. I think that's right. Imperv as a business is diverse and unique in the AppSec space. Um, I mean, I kind of alluded to it earlier, but like, to me, one of the really quiet things about Imperva um, is uh, is their CDN capabilities, right? But they st- did, did they do that initially as DDoS, or did DDoS arise out of it? I would speculate. I was I was going to make a case for one and the other. <laughs> then I realized I'm like, I mean, arguably they probably happened at the both at the same time. Um, it, you know, 
the the benefit for for other. I mean, they they clearly benefit each other. So I'm not sure I know the answer to that question. I would say like in the course of creating a global infrastructure, like that's the benefit mm-hmm. that you have, and um, being able to create the routing technologies um, and being able to offload static content from Origin, like that's pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, but I mean, that's also at the heart of DDoS too, right? Right. So, yeah. Oh. Hmm. So I guess we're going to find out whether this is a marriage where they're coming together and the new whole is going to be like, you see this happen. They are now a couple. There were two really great people. They got together. Now they're a really great couple. Yeah. Or they're going to remain two really great people who are now married and have a great life together, but it doesn't change sort of who they are. In so, terms of individual relationships, yeah, they're still, still sleeping in separate separate bedrooms. Yeah, well, I don't know, not necessarily, <laughs> but yeah, but they but they maintain their same <laughs> that same level of relationship they have yeah, on yeah. the outside. It will be interesting to see. I don't see a downside for this. I don't see Imperver disappearing because it, it appears from other acquisitions and appears from the sales growth, uh, the revenue growth at Thales, that mm-hmm. they're pretty good at running businesses that they acquire. So I don't think this is one of those ones where we watch it drop into the well. Right. Yeah, right. I don't see that. Yeah. So I think I think it's going to be at very least um, a decent fit for the two of them. Yeah. Right. And I think there's good people there, and I know there's people who trust the technology. So I'm glad that Imperva found a good home. I don't know if they needed one, but if they did, I'm glad they found a good one. Um, so at worst, it'll be okay, and at best, it might be interesting. There may be a new, very large player in what we think of as the traditional cybersecurity market, you know, to compete with some of the other folks who we're used mm. to dealing with every day. Mm. Yeah. I mean, to me, that's, um, you know, they're kind of starting to become on par, like the Raytheons of the world. Yeah. Right? They're starting to arrive into that venue. Yeah, that's that's a really great analog. Yeah, I I hate to say this, right, Um, just because of the way I'm wired, but I like this better than the Raytheon model. I really do. You know, this feels more commercially authentic than a lot of what I see on the other side. So... Yeah, yeah, I like it. Yeah, um, yeah, and the art at this point is being moved to stitch them all together. That's exactly right. And that's and by the way, for the audience, that's another thing that was a surprise for me. I was mentioning this to Justin before the show, which is I always think about the private equity investor looking to capitalize on efficiencies, right? And so you try to combine. If I've got three cybersecurity companies, I'm going to make one really good cybersecurity company and eliminate redundant operations, what have you, similar customer bases, whatever. And so I was surprised at this announcement. And Justin's like, no, you shouldn't be. But I was surprised <laughs> at this announcement because, I mean, number one, Tomo Bravo did great at it, which is in, in ter- financially and return-wise did great, which is cool. Um, but I, I didn't think of those acquisitions by Tomo Bravo. And they've made a ton of them yeah. as being individual investments that would have their own exits and their own destinies, profitable destinies in the future, you know, mm-hmm. as they took on what Tomo Bravo could give them and the stability and the expertise and then roll out and still be their own thing and go someplace else. And so for me, that was a, that was a real eye-opener because I, I tend to think of private equity firms as looking for ways to do combinations of like businesses and draw efficiencies out of them. So, you know, good on them, and I learned something today. Yeah, sweet. Okay, so you asked me. Yes. Do I like it or do I not? I kind of like kind of showed my hand a little bit. What about you? Which, which way are you swiping? I like it. I'm a big right swipe. Really, because I like Imperva. I like the price that was paid. That's a big deal for me. They paid a reasonable price. It wasn't cheap, but it wasn't crazy. Well, Imperva's big. Yeah. Yeah, but, you know, seven and change, seven and change um, multiple on trailing revenues 
is not crazy in a high growth industry. It's not like when we see people, I'm buying you for a billion dollars, you have, you know, a hundred million, a hundred billion in expected forward look and your profitability is in the toilet and you're pretty brand new. It's just, that to me never makes sense. Yeah, you've got, got an old refrigerator and a 12-pack. Yeah, <laughs> and, it feels, and, it, and it feels like um, arm candy. You yeah. know what I mean? I, sp- I, I overspend, but I want to be seen as being with a cool-looking, shiny object. And this doesn't feel like that. It feels, and especially when you look at the rest of the acquisitions, it feels like there's a strategy here. And so I think that Thales has been thoughtful. So, yes, yeah, so I'm, I'm, a, I'm a big right on this one. Double right. That's all you can ask for. Has, has this happened before? Uh, I think anytime it happens, we say, has this ever happened before? Because ordinarily <laughs> we have a lot of discussion. And like, we'll still remember this one. This is the one where at the beginning you're like, I'm not really sure. And I'm like, yay. We're like, this one didn't feel like we were agreeing, but we are. Yeah. Yeah. Let's mark it. There you go. <laughs> right. Good for me. Ollie, mark this one. We're double right. Yep. Okay. I like it. Good we're, to go. Yeah. Um, Thanks for listening to Pwned. Uh, if you like this episode, please like, share, subscribe. Um, you're sharing evangelization of the Pwned message and getting the good word out helps the show grow and it helps Jack and I keep doing these wonderful things. Right on. So if you could do me a solid by doing that, that'd be muy bueno. So thank you and we'll get you on the next episode. <laughs>